1978. Whether you're looking to buy your forever home or selling residential or commercial property, McCullough Real Estate is the real estate company for you. McCullough Real Estate offers professional and courteous service and can handle all of your real estate needs. McCullough Real Estate is located at 1509 West Jefferson Street in Plymouth or can be reached by calling 936-9797. That's McCullough Real Estate, 936-9797. This is your Saturday morning Coach's Corner with Rusty Nixon. And now it's time to get back to Rusty and his guests. And welcome in this morning. It is uh, time for us to have our uh, conversation with Plymouth Head football coach John Barron, who's sitting across from me having a nice cup of coffee. <coughs> Looks ready and rare to go. <laughs> Good morning. <clears throat> Good morning, Rusty. Uh, conversation, is that what we call it? This is a yeah, conversation. It is a conversation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I first I, you know, I wanna I wanna say, you know, we um, we hope our two guys that got hurt last night oh, get yeah. a speedy recovery. Yeah. You know, I talked to both sets of parents late last night, and uh, I think both boys are gonna be okay. But a um, couple of unfortunate incidents, accidents, <clears throat> injuries. Um, you know, so anyway, we we had just gotten one back, and then you know, Quentin has been our you know, stalwart at the fullback. So, um, hope those guys are not in a whole lot of pain today. And, right. you know, they, uh, they just know that, you know, thinking, praying for them and, and hope they, uh, can get comfortable and, and get healed up. Yeah. And that, uh, obviously we can't go into details because of, uh, the way HIPAA laws work, but it's just life. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. And Quentin, uh, went out early and we were i mean we had no idea we didn't conjecture what happened but pretty serious and we're we're yeah. hoping he comes back uh healthy <clears throat> yeah. um so uh yeah and i wasn't who's the other injury phone break oh my, that's why he didn't come back yeah number nine yeah and we had just gotten him back yeah and um you know you could see some of his skill sets yeah you know he got the pick last week at Wallace and um kind of a fiery little guy you know tough tough kid right and, uh you know he got hurt last year too and, and battled back and had a surgery and has really been trying really hard and i know mom and dad have been you know really you know trying to get him back on the sure. field with yeah. us and extremely supportive parents and uh you know just just one of those things man it's just you know um I don't know. Any anytime you got two players end up in the ER, you know, it's just it's, it's pretty scary stuff. And um, you know, I know they're both tough kids. And um, yeah, again, without getting into too much detail, right. I just hope they're doing okay. Yeah. Um, that <clears throat> excuse me was uh, you know when I when I got the the numbers, <clears throat> I was thinking that you were going to see something really gaudy one way or the other and it wasn't yeah. i mean you know you look at the numbers and you wonder how that even happened because yeah. we we had some decent numbers on offense we ran more plays i think yeah and, we did um doubled the time of possession yeah so it it a lot of those indications were not not bad no um and i was looking at them this morning and uh it's the first time We've held an opponent under 300 yards of total offense. Yeah. <clears throat> um, they were a scary team, you know, watching yeah. them on film, you know, and knowing the teams that they had played and, and, and seeing them, you know, they're up 31-8 to eight at half against Mishawaka. So, you know, there are re there's a reason why they're a top 5, 5A team. And, um, yeah, I, I, I thought um, – you know, we we turned them over too, Rusty. I mean, I, yeah, you know, we created four turnovers and and uh, you know, so some of the numbers, like you're saying, are are good. The 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 bad thing for us, and I think the number that the hidden the hidden number is field position. You know, we yeah. we continue to not be a a team that can create good field position um, in our favor. Uh, you know, we are a team uh, that doesn't have a lot of team speed. So, um, <clears throat> you know, uh, it's, it's the reason why we don't kick the ball down the field. Right. Uh, and every time we have kicked the ball down the field, it's gone the other way. Right. And uh, <clears throat> and Devontae's ended up tackling him. So, 
Um, and we kicked the ball, you know, high and short to give us some time to get down the field and be in position. And, and uh, you know, the opening kickoff, they they got our contained guy out and they got our second and third guy in. And, you know, here comes the running lane. So they ended up on our side of the field to start the game. And then, you know, their average field position had to be, you know, yeah. on, on it was well inside our right. our side of the field. So they had short fields. Um and that's it's 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 hard, you know. It's it's a struggle uh, for the guys that are you know constantly on the field defensively to uh, you know continue to try and fight and scratch and claw and and uh, get off blocks and, and do all the things that um, you know we've been getting in their ear about. And um, you know we just haven't put it together. Like I think we're just a team that um, you know. Understanding a little bit of field position is is really kind of critical, and uh, that 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 was the statistic last night that was the biggest difference. It wouldn't right. be because we turned the ball over twice, we fumbled it twice, um, and then turned them over. So we're plus two in ratio. We ran more plays. To your point, um, we held them for less than three hundred yards, but you know uh, our our inability to. To move the football was the biggest difference in the game. I mean, our, yeah, they had big plays. They did, they did. But, you know, when you continually give a team that's explosive more chances at the you know to do that, then – so your defense has got to help out your offense is what right. I'm saying, and, and vice versa. Um, so we haven't really put those things together. Um, we punt the ball more than I ever thought we ever would. And, uh, you know, we, we it was fourth and five on our own, like, 45, which, yep, we probably would go for it. But I was trying to create some field position. And they returned it to the line of scrimmage. So yeah. it's like, okay, I should have just went for it on fourth and five. But, right. um, you know, you want to show the kids that, you you know, you want to play smart football too. So, um, yeah, that the statistics were not, yeah, as gaudy as what, uh, you would have thought and what it felt like towards the end of the game. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I th- this is the, the frustrating part for, for I'm, sh- I'm sure, the kids, and I know the coaches, is, you know, Rusty, we we don't practice bad. Like, yeah, our, kids, yeah. our kids practice hard, and our kids play hard. I'm, this isn't about effort. Our, our kids are playing yeah. hard. Yeah. Um, it's just we get we get behind. And you know we um, we we don't have the ability to sustain drives right now, and uh, we got to have more options than than Devonte. Right, we we just do. Yeah. Um, I thought our offensive line played, you know, okay. Like yeah, yeah, they got some stunts in, but what people don't understand is. Just because Lennon's running for his life, it's not necessarily from tackle to tackle. Right. You know, you have to have backs that block as well. I mean, that's that sixth guy in our protection. So we're going to block six on six. If they bring seven, that's on the quarterback. Um, you know, we can block five, and we can even block stunts with our center two guards and two tackles. We can – the twists and all that stuff. When they start bringing a sixth guy, then that's got to be your running back. They bring a seventh guy – you can't block with seven. So, right. I mean, you could. You could bring them all in and block with not ten if you want, but you don't have anybody to throw the ball to. So, yeah. um, uh, you know, so I think what sometimes what you see on the, you know, in a game is is uh, not necessarily what, like, exactly what's going on. Well, so. and see, that's the thing. I learned to watch football by sitting in the basement with my dad and Gary Cox when they went over game film. And the one thing I learned at a young age was what's really going on in the football game isn't happening near the ball. Right. It's what's going on away from the football yeah. that's actually causing a lot of things. Yeah. And, uh, you know, our, um, you know, we, we, we've, we've, we're trying to implement triple option football and and triple option football we saw a piece of it last night you know Heine's big run yeah that's the dive and then you know last week you saw Lennon pull it and went for you know 40 50 60 yards on his run that's the keep and then we had a pitch you know a couple pitches last night and uh you know it's all three of those phases have to be in sync and um it's not an easy thing to do I mean don't get me wrong uh but if you don't read it right, um, 
then you, it's it's blocked to 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 be that and it's it's quick and it's timing and it's um you know getting guys on the same page and you got you have to have guys on the edge that are blocking every play because uh, it could be a pitch you don't know if it's going to be a pitch or not because it's it's an option so um we just haven't developed that uh at the rate at which uh we we need to at this point so um that's part of it too and you know now if, if, if you know we're looking for a new fullback then that's you know that's going to be something we will be a concern this morning and we need to address and and uh we need to work on um last night you used two guys well obviously anybody used would be somebody you haven't used all year <clears throat> and i imagine neither one of those guys has gotten a lot of touches of the football i mean right. you had your two defensive ends uh I, and one of them isaac at navajar just came back yeah um now we know what a physical specimen joey garcia is yeah. and they're both similar right um and they have the body for it but they're you know once again you talk about the three aspects of the timing there that the one that gets me is the handoff or pull how yeah. do they know the two because you have no idea what's going to happen there right. and unless you have something going on between that running back and the quarterback you're going to start fighting for the ball between the two of you. Yeah. It's an intricate thing. It is. And, and uh, <coughs> you know, we run several different types of option plays. So some of it's predetermined. Um, some of it's a give or a keep. Um, and then some of it's triple. Dive, keep, or pitch. And um, to answer your question, how do you read it? it it's uh, based on the blocking scheme and who we identify as the guy that's supposed to tackle the dive. So we identify at the line of scrimmage before the snap of who the quarterback is reading. So you read that guy. So based upon his movement, he either gives it or pulls it. And and then at the, simultaneously, we also, before the snap, we identify who the guy is that he's going to pitch off of. So... So there's a there's some thinking there's some thinking yeah. going on and um, and it's think and react react uh, and um, it's a it's a really good effective offense but you got to have people comfortable doing it yeah and right now we don't look very comfortable doing it um, I think we've got I don't know we, we've got a lot of turnovers <clears throat> at that position so um, that's that's not uh, turning the ball over is not what we need right now so. Um, Got to coach it up better and, and uh, you know, keep moving forward. And those reads happen in an, in an instant. You're talking about one step either way, and you've yeah. got to be – and at the meantime, you're focused on everything else going on. It, yeah. It's not an easy thing to do. Oh, no, no, no. It's not easy at all. <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's, people listen and sound like, oh, well, you just watch this guy, yeah, and no. if he does something, you do it. Well, yeah, it, no, it no. happens at the speed of no. light. <laughs> and it's kind of the reason why we went from under center to back off the ball yeah. with – with Lennon and so just to kind of help him out a little bit and slow that read down some and then we widen our splits so you know his dive reads not so close and his pitch read is not so close so it takes just a little bit longer which gives you a little bit more time to read it yeah. and that's why we went from under center to to pistol um and uh yeah but we, we're we're turning the ball over too much and, and not sustaining drives so that's that's uh that's a concern you had your own big plays last night on offense, a couple of them. Um, that has to be frustrating to to have that happen and then not sustain it further. I, I mean, yeah. that that's everybody has to be frustrated with that. I yeah, uh, I think if you care at all about Rocky football for twenty twenty one, you you probably are frustrated. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, I all I can tell you is this: is that. Um, you know, we continue to come to practice and and, and practice hard. Uh, you know, when kids are when kids are are, are fighting, and uh, and and they're and they're giving a good fight and they're giving a good effort, um, and they care about their teammates, then that's something that you can work with. And um, you know, our kids continue to demonstrate that. And, you know, I, I know our kids care. I know, I know the coaches care. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's frustrating um, because, again, I think I said this, you know, a few weeks ago. I mean, the bottom line is the bottom line. Right. And, uh, you know, we're just not getting it done right now. And, but I will tell you, I think our kids are, are getting better. Uh, 
uh, in certain aspects of what we do. We're seeing growth. Um, we just have to put it together, Rusty. You know, uh, last week it was a, a matter of consistency, mm-hmm. and this week it was a matter of consistency. And, you know, so you really have to look at, you know, you're, you're heading into week eight. Um, you know, in two weeks we'll know what our playoff draw is. Uh, and, you know, you got to keep these guys. We have good football players, and we've shown at times that we're a good football team. And that's the real challenge is to keep these guys uh, mentally engaged in what you're doing and, and not uh, looking forward to wintertime. Um, because that would be a shame because they put in so much effort and time right, right now that, um, you know, I, th- I think we're a team that could be very dangerous in our sectional. Um, but we'd like to, you know, there's things we can show the kids this morning um, to try to beat a, a good Goshen team, you know. Uh, uh, and and Goshen's beatable, but you know we 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 have to really kind of c- concentrate on Plymouth right now. Yeah, um, I know Brent brought that up after the game last night. Was how yeah, the first thing he says somebody here? Are you ever, we had a good week of practice. Yeah. I mean, we really had a good yeah. week. He says you watch and, and you feel like you're getting better, and then game night happens and things don't work out that way. And he right. says that's. It's hard to figure out. He says it's not like our guys aren't there working at it, and they we practice well. Yeah, we really do, and and they've accepted every challenge <sighs> in practice as well. We've changed some drills up. We've made some drills more physical because of the lack of tackling. Um, you know, we've tackled way more in open space. Um, you know, we're really breaking down what we do schematically, and then, you know, that's the group time that we're working on. That's the skill set that we're working on, and we're seeing good things. Um, you know, I know it's crazy, but we we played pretty good defense last night. We, we just, I know. I we just gave so up big plays. Yeah. But, you know, our front six guys, you know, are down four, and, and, and I, thought, I thought Hooley played his best game last night. You know, Norris got an interception last night. Those two guys have been our inside linebackers all year. Um, I thought they were pretty solid. Did they miss some tackles? Yeah, but, I mean, you're going to miss tackles against that type of offense with that zone play and those behemoth linemen. Um, but I did. I thought I thought Julian Norris were pretty steady. I mean, Deerfield is Deerfield. I mean, he's just a guy that I, I wish I could take him off the field. Uh Look! Look around, man. I mean, there's. I mean, he's the guy that you trust the most out there. He's going to get everybody lined up right. He's rock solid. Everybody respects him, and he goes 100 percent all the time. And I thought Michael Sheely played his most complete game, honestly, mm. blocking and tackling and covering people, and <clears throat> you know, so you know, those are exciting. And I, our, our front four were, you know, we're solid. I mean, that that's. They do what they do. You know, they're, <clears throat> they're going to line up and they're going to man block you with big tackles. They're going to chip you with their running back. Um, that quarterback's a, a savvy senior that uh, – he just carved up Mishawaka for like 370 yards last week. And, and they got guys running all over the place. And, you know, we're trying to play some, some zone when we can. And, and we you play some man and bring, bring some heat. And, and sometimes our guys get exposed. And – you know those guys watch film too, and they see, they see what Plum is trying to do, and and uh, they know we're going to be aggressive at some point. We're not going to sit and take, but it, it it leaves us vulnerable to the big play. And uh, <clears throat> but a couple of their big plays last night were against our zone. So you know, but I, I mean, I you know, I I thought our our defense kit it it plays good football, uh, inconsistent again at times, but it's got to be frustrating when. The offense is starting on the 32-yard line, yeah. or the 28-yard line, or the, you know, our 45-yard line. It's yeah. it's hard, man. You know, but <clears throat> again, we created four turnovers. We we got our offense four extra possessions last night um, that we did nothing with. And um, again, that's that's going to be the conversation this morning. Is it's a, it's a team game here, fellas. And I know that most you know a lot of you guys are playing on both sides of the ball, but. Um, you know, we just have to get consistent. We got to, we got to figure out what we're good at offensively. You know, that's kind of the question. Well, I don't know how you're going to find the answer because sometimes you're good at something that two minutes later you're not good at. I, I don't know how you figure that out. You noticed that, huh? Yeah, I, okay. I did it's not just us. <laughs> no. 
Oh, that's something I saw. Well, that's the that's that's the that's the real root of this whole conversation is is why why aren't we more consistent, you know? Um I think the whole thing was summed up. There was one play in the second half where I don't know. I think it might have been the first play of the second half. There was some kind of a, a, a misdirection thing with Devontae coming back across. And Joe says, I don't know what that play was supposed to be, but what we just saw that was not. And then you ran the same play the second time, and it goes for 25 yards. I mean, it was just it was the exact same play. Right. And it was a totally different outcome. I know. <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, it's, um, you know, you know, look, you're, you're, you're trying to, um, put them in situations where they can have success and they do at times, you know, they do. And, and then at times we just, uh, are, I don't know. I don't know where, I don't know where, where, you know, are we still engaged in the competition? Are we, um, I don't know, uh, but it's something that yeah, it's it's been the it's been the biggest frustration. Um, it's just a lack of consistency. So you know, how do you control that? I, there's nothing in practice that I can do to create a game situation. There just there just isn't. I and mean, we'll, we've gone half line so that we could have our best players against our best players because um, we can't go eleven and eleven. I mean, we, we could, but we're we're blocking freshmen and JV right, players, exactly. and we're physically more dominant than them. So that doesn't do any good. Um, I think it's just that it's the want to, Rusty. I mean, I told the guys last night before the game. I I said, you know, there's a difference between the mindset of winning and hating to lose, and um, wanting to win. That's great, but I'll take the guys that hate to lose, and we just don't have enough of them. And and that's really what's in our program. We 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 don't have that really bad taste of losing. Because if you did, so, somebody besides the coaches would try to figure it out and uh, and challenge their teammates too. And yeah. you know we, um, uh, you, you know, they're great kids. Don't get me yeah. wrong. I mean, they're like oh, yeah. they're practicing hard, and uh, at times we do really good things. And then the wheels fall off. And uh, that, that, those moments, those moments where, okay, we have a negative play on offense or we have a negative play on defense, we just can't allow that to affect the next play, which is hard to do. Don't, don't get me wrong. It's, it's hard not to feel sorry for yourself that you, right. you know, whatever your responsibility was, you didn't execute it. Okay, short memory, man. Just play the next play. And these are the things that we're saying to the kids. It's Let's go. Let's just let's get the next let's get the next one. Um, so, so yeah, it's you know we're heading into week eight. Uh, haven't won a ball game yet, um, but I still believe that we have a lot of really good football ahead of us. I, I, I do, and um, that's how we're going to coach. And it, it's going to be let's get ready to beat Goshen. And uh, here's here's why. We feel we weren't successful last night, and, and ask him, what, what, you know, what are you thinking here? What are you seeing here? What? Why can't we get off this block? Why, you know? So, it's, it's nothing about reinventing the wheel. You know, it's all about do they trust one another? Do they care about one another? And are, are you totally committed to what what's going on? I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, you, you listen to any coach, you know, it's not it's not just coach talk. It's the Nick Sabans, the the guys at every level. I mean, it's it's kind of that that kind of thing when you're molding some kids to to go to you know to to go to a competition. It's you know how, how, why is one t- team more you know more successful than another? Well, let's look at let's look at what we're let's look at what we got. What's 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 our mindset? So, changing the mindset is and it's hard. It's 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 even more difficult today. Um, because unfortunately, you know, you got them at practice. You got them. I got them in class in the weight room, and then, then you know, they, I got it. You know, and then, and then they get on their phones and they hear right. a lot of other stuff. And then, so that stuff kind of can make people question and doubt stuff as well. So, um, I don't think it's one thing, and it certainly isn't a quick fix, but it is fixable. Yeah, it's it's very fixable. Um, 
and you just keep encouraging them and uh, keep pushing them and challenging them at practice. Uh, and then them supposedly go play the game that they love to play and right. go have some fun and do it. Uh, but I think the concept of just hating to lose is something that, um, you know, I, I, I've come to, I've come to think about this group um, and this team and this season. I mean, we just, we just need to get after each other a little bit more and it's okay. You can, you can, you can challenge your buddy. You can still love one another and hug each other, but you can, you can challenge them. Don't, don't be afraid to challenge them some, uh, you know, so it's, uh, I know we got a lot of guys that are playing a lot of minutes. I know we got a lot of guys that are, that are all in, you know, like you, you can't ask more out of Quintana. You can't get more out of Devante. You, it, you can't get to get more out of, uh, Deerfield, um, you know these guys are two-way guys. Norris is a two-way guy right now. Sheely is a two-way guy right now. Um, I mean, I what more can you ask of those guys? I mean, they're they're, they're giving you all you can, they can give you. And you know the guys that are one-way guys. I mean, we moved to Lee from tackle to center. We didn't have one bad snap last night. Um, you know, we got guys that battle that are undersized. I mean, James Tolson's shorter than I am. And he's, yeah. he is – He's a little guy. He's a bulldog out there. And he, he was up against a couple of, once again, 300-pound guys on the other side of the line last night. Yeah. I mean, he's – He's he, not that. No. I mean, you know, these guys are – they're they're giving it all they can give. You know, I mean, I'd like those guys to just play on one side of the ball. And it's the well, way it's been here for ever. But right. that's not the way it is right now, and and I think those guys have accepted those roles. I mean, I don't think that they're they're not complaining. They're out there. I'm just concerned, you know. You just would like to. I'd love to. I'd love to ta- talk to Nate Deerfield on the sideline just once about, hey, what are you seeing out there? What do you mean defensively? What you know? What do we need to call? You know, and and I can't. He's always he's always on the field. Yeah. Uh, and you know they're great kids, Rusty. They're they're great kids. They're 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 trying. You know, um, but it's just it just has just hasn't come together. When do you think it becomes a mental thing? I know I asked this a little bit last night, but I mean, there was a moment in that game where you know we talked before that we're going to have to play pretty much a perfect game and maybe get a break or two, and then the first break happened. And we're down 14-3 to three with a ball. Not bad field position, and it's a scoop and score. That's the break that happens first in the game. And that's when every – at that point, you were looking at you guys playing and said, you know, I, we, we're there. We're right. with them. And then it was like it all – you know, and there was no lack of effort. Don't get me wrong, but there right. was a distinct difference in the feel of that. And it – yeah. It becomes that has to be a frustrating thing too. You felt that too. Huh? <laughs> <clears throat> that was a criti- that was a critical moment. That was the biggest moment it, it, of the game. It, there's no doubt about it. Because at that point, you no saw doubt. some guys standing there saying, "Hey, we can do this." Right. And then it was like, "Oh well." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, you start getting into the psyche of kids and all that stuff. And I just, I don't know if I want to go down that rabbit right. hole, but yeah. it's like. You know, uh, it's yeah, – yeah. I mean, these kids have been in that position so many times. You know, that's that's what it is. That's and what they know. The, they, prob- the, the problem you have is getting – why can't you guys see what I'm seeing? Why can't you see what I see in practice every night? And that – I don't know how you do that either. I've, I've had the same situation. Yeah. You know, last <clears throat> last Monday I put, you know, 12, 12 significant plays. And from what I was seeing, just let it play. Let it play. And – Okay, you know, so you you talk about it. All right, well, let them see it. Man. Just so you guys don't think that I'm absolutely insane here. Here's what here's here's twelve plays. Now you you tell me, guys, how do we how do we play like this? And I put five plays that were great plays. You know, I I don't I don't know, but it's a it's a collective mindset. Yeah, it is. It's a collective mindset, and um, you know, I. I, I really can't answer it. Yeah. I, I, I can't. I, I but it's it's a habit. It's 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 habits. And it's and you say, Well John, you said they practice they do. They do yeah. practice well. Yeah. And we have kids that catch every ball in practice too. And then we get to a game and 
we don't catch it or we execute things in practice and then the ball's on the ground or we have kids that do great in practice and they get off blocks and make tackles and in a game they don't get off blocks and make tackles. I mean, you know, and, and little things too, Rusty. Like <clears throat> we – I don't know if it was our second possession, but we had a holding penalty that was a, a – a, a, a 50-50 call. I, honestly, yeah, I don't yeah. – yeah, I, I, and I guess it's get on here and complain about the refs because they, they weren't the difference in the game. But it was a huge penalty. And you almost kind of feel like, yeah, I wonder if these guys know that we're 0-6. We're not supposed to, in quotes, beat these guys. And it was a big play. Like, it was, it was like yeah. third and whatever, second whatever, and it was a pitch to, to Deerfield. And, you know, we executed – Lennon executed perfect. Dive, read, pitches it perfectly, 10-yard gain. Here comes a flag on our wideout, and I don't think it was a hold, but that took us from either like third and one, yeah, or a first down. I can't remember. Yeah, it's I close remember. to the chains. Yeah. To now, it's a holding penalty. It's at the line of scrimmage. So now it's second or third and twenty. Yeah. That's a that's a big difference, and yeah. you're on your own. So then we don't. Ex- it's third and twenty. You know, and then we don't execute. Then we're punting from our ten. Now they're getting the ball on our thirty-five, and it's. It, yeah. To your point, it's, it, it, you know, it's, it, it's uh, yeah, it's frustrating, you know, and you're trying to get some guys off the field to give them a little bit of a break on some special teams. But we got guys playing special teams that shouldn't be out there. I mean, we just, they're physically, they can't. And I just, right. I'm trying to get them off of special teams because, one, I want to just give them a break. Two, it allows one of us to talk to them and, like, have a conversation. Like, hey, what? I mean, I'm not asking them what they're having for dinner. I'm asking them, what are you seeing out there? Right. What do you like? And, 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 and three, we just we don't have a, a tremendous amount of team speed. So anytime it's a kick situation right now, I'm holding my breath because we don't have enough dudes to run down the field and cover – sideline to sideline we just don't and if anybody wants to question that just come watch the film because you've seen time and time again if 13 wasn't on the field for plymouth we'd have given up 12 more touchdowns on open plays right because he's running people down and there's nobody else around so that's why we kick off to a quarter of the field to try to minimize it it's why we don't like to punt because we got to go cover it and and we've got guys up there that I don't have – we don't have 11 dudes that are going to run down the field to do that. We don't. So you try to compete with what you have, and that's why you come up with what we come up with. And I, I'm sure there's many people that disagree with that, that know more than me that are sitting in the crowd. But I'm telling you, if we kick the ball down the field on kickoff, it would be 7 to nothing after 15 seconds. So we try to eliminate – and put some guys, and, and we still don't have the right guys out there. And it's a it's a it's a revolving door on kickoff, on punt protection. Um, it's a revolving door, and that's why we're doing drills to try and teach some of these guys a little bit more about tackling in space and practice. And it's a process. And are the younger guys getting better? Yes. Are they ready for Friday night? No, they're not. Well, that's a that's another whole issue too. Yeah. Um, that now, I, and I don't know that anybody can that has actually seen the game can disagree with exactly what you just said because oh, they can you, disagree. You, well, I'm sure. Okay, I'm sorry. Sure I, they I, can. I I forgot. I remember who you're talking to? They can disagree. I, yeah, I forgot. Um, but last night you kicked the ball deep. It was not pretty. No. And you know a, a known. Maybe not perfect is better than unknown. It's definitely not going to be perfect. Right. I, I, you take the lesser of two evils. Right. I'm just trying to like give us this fighting chance, yeah. so that we can get our defense on yeah. the field at a decent field position. And it's, yeah. you know, they had the penalty, so we moved it up 15 yards. I said, all right, Devontae, kick it as far as you can. I've told him to do that twice this year. Full disclosure, I twice. Yeah. Two times of all the times we've kicked off. All right, let it rip. Let's get down and cover the ball. Two times. <clears throat> One was last week against Wallace. Yep. And he almost housed it. Yep. And last night, 
was we had a 15 yard and we kicked it and the kid almost housed him. Yeah. So, well, both times Devontae making a tackle. Yes, it was amazing how that works. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, let's take a break and we'll come back. It is uh, Coach's Corner here on Saturday morning and uh, be right back. Not only is he an internationally known radio star on WTCA, Uncle Doug also gives the best haircut in town. If you want to take advantage of that amazing skill, you can visit Uncle Doug's Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 8 to 5, Wednesday 1 to 5, and Saturday 8 to noon right across the street from the fire department. Call for an appointment at 574-941-2282. Have your hair cut by a celebrity, Uncle Doug. Michiana Insurance, 818 West Jefferson Street in Plymouth, is an independent insurance agent that can offer you the right coverage with that personal touch you would expect from your neighborhood insurance agent. All types of insurance are offered from automobile, business and commercial, recreational vehicles, homeowners, bonds, life, motorcycles, farm, and even watercraft and boats. Call today, 574-936-2700, and receive the right price for the right service. Michiana Insurance in Plymouth. Advanced Engine in Plymouth keeps you working one engine at a time. They provide services as an engine builder. They also sell new engines and parts. Is your ag or forklift engine in need of parts or service? If so, Advanced Engine has the solution you need to get back to work and moving forward. They service all types and brands of engines. So when you're in need of service, call Advanced Engines at 574-784-8267 or stop by 12549 U.S. Highway 6 in Plymouth. McCullough Real Estate is a family-owned and operated real estate office in Plymouth since 1978. Whether you're looking to buy your forever home or selling residential or commercial property, McCullough Real Estate is the real estate company for you. McCullough Real Estate offers professional and courteous service and can handle all of your real estate needs. McCullough Real Estate is located at 1509 West Jefferson Street in Plymouth or can be reached by calling 936-9797. That's McCullough Real Estate, 936-9797. The Floor Store More in downtown Plymouth offers the area's largest selection of floor covering as well as 35 years of experience. Whatever type of floor covering you are looking for, make sure to stop in and see Rocky at the Floor Store More 116 North Michigan Street in downtown Plymouth, giving you professional and courteous service. This is your Saturday morning Coach's Corner with Rusty Nixon, and now it's time to get back to Rusty and his guests. Um, we're with John Barron, head football coach at Plymouth High School. Um, I think we would maybe be a little bit remiss in not giving some credit to Concord as well. I think that's why it would be most frustrating to me is that until for a long time you were playing with a team that's that good. Yeah. Um, and offensively, I thought they sputtered a little bit. I thought we – I don't – well, it was the pressure. Yeah. Hooley was living in – yeah. Dutton's face all night long. Um, and I think that got him out of sync. But defensively, I know you you said you thought their defense was even better. They have a couple of them. More, the wide receiver, he is one of the best corners I've seen. Yeah. Well, I mentioned on the radio, Cam Evelyn's the only one I remember seeing it was that good. Yeah, he's a player. Um, that, uh, I don't know if he's playing the end. I think a couple of the Mayo kid, yeah. 59, he was incredible. I mean, they got a lot of really good defensive players. Yeah, and that Zaltukin, or however you say his name, <laughs> he, he, uh, he's he's a Mac guy. I mean, he's got yeah. committed, I think, to Toledo. Uh, he's big, long, tall. He's been you know a four year player for them. Right. And, and I know that Coach Kaler has been really excited about that kid since they had him. He's got a little younger brother that's that's a player. Yeah, they they've got some they've got some nice players. And and to your point of you know, I don't know if we, it was toe to toe, but it was. You know, we were, we were with them. You know, and, and um, you were covering guy, and that was a game plan, Rusty. We did not want the quarterback to be comfortable back there. I mean, Mishawaka rushed a lot of time. They rushed, they rushed with that three man front and dropped eight and covered no one, and he just picked them apart. Uh, so we thought, you know, they, they might out athlete us at a couple spots, but we got to take some chances. And put some pressure on him. He'll sit yeah. back there and just 
he'll just pick you apart if you give him time. And, uh, you know, they caught us, uh, one, one time they caught us in a coverage that we probably shouldn't have been in. We were in a, we were in a three deep zone and, and, uh, they were in two by two, what we call two by two. So four wides, two guys removed from the interior of the, the, the formation. And if those four guys go vertical, it's tough on your safety. And, uh, you know, we teach our outside linebackers to jam and chip, and they did. He just looked off Devontae and threw it to the right, and, and uh, you know, Devontae couldn't get there. But right. That we were that, – that was a tough coverage to be in uh, for our – ask our kids to play that versus two-by-two. Two. Um, but, again, we're trying to stun in there and put some pressure and brought a lot of five-man pressure, brought a lot of six-man pressure. Uh, uh, sometimes we brought seven and, and brought, you know, Sheely or Deerfield off the edge as well as our inside linebacker. So we're bringing seven. They can only block with six. And that's why, you know, we got, we had some really good pressure on him, you know, and, um, you know, putting, getting Sheely or Deerfield in their backfield. That's a good, that's a good matchup for us. Right. These guys are going to usually make something good happen for us defensively. And uh, again, I thought, I thought that Norris and Hooley were, played their most complete game you know last few games we've been playing those guys kind of as stack linebackers um kind of on the edge and that's really not where they're comfortable they're more they're thumpers you know they're guys that'll take on iso plays and kind of down the hill kind of players or they're both physical players um that's what and you can see that last night they were way more and they were way more comfortable in practice uh, inside you know kind of just sitting over that guard, reading that guard's initial movement, and then reacting to that movement instead of being out on the outside. And, uh, you know, there, there are some players that just don't like playing in space. And then there's some players that love it. Devontae, he loves playing yeah. in space. Um, but, you know, and then you got guys that can, can kind of play both, and that's Deerfield. You know, yeah. he's, he could, he'll stick his nose in anywhere, you know, and then he can also come off of the edge. And, um but you know he's running around like crazy on offense too, and then we're asking him to play some man coverage, and he probably slept well last night. Um, <laughs> but you know, I I um, I just thought our front four battled. You know, I thought Chris Johnson played, you know, awfully hard last night, banging against in there. You know, we had Navahar back in the lineup last night. Uh, Quintana's you know just giving it all all the time, and. Um, you know, I, you know, we were rotating guys in there as much as we possibly can to give them a little bit of a break. Dilly played a little bit of defense. Um, you know, I, I don't know how much defense Tolson played last night, if any at all, because uh, Coach Dingledine rotates those guys in and out. But, you know, we, we, we put Joey Garcia up on his feet some to give Norris a blow because he's playing offensive tackle. Um just to give him a little bit of a break. So, you know, Joey's not totally comfortable on his feet. He's, he'd rather have his hand in the dirt and, and uh, when, when the ball snaps. So, um, I think we know our guys. You know, I, right. I think we know where they're at. I'm not saying I'm putting limitations on them at all. Like, but, but knowing what their skill sets are and putting them in the right position and executing certain plays is just – that's what we need to do. So, um, I think the biggest – issue right now is like you're it's becomes a mental game you know and and uh i know our guys are i don't they don't have any quit in them you know i know our seniors i i I trust our seniors i know that they are a group that uh and i and i want to be there with them man i want to see them have some you know taste some victories and and uh it's going to be a great feeling it's just we got to get there we got to get over the hump mentally and uh we just got to play some smarter football, and um, you know, uh, it, it's it's not good when you have some kids that get hurt. So we have some kids that need to need to step up, and if they get the opportunity to play, to be able to play. Yeah, and that you know, with the lack of depth, it's like when Tad uh, uh, Pletcher went down. Mm-hmm. That doesn't become just throw somebody else in there it's okay we got to move this guy here this guy's got to go here this guy's going it becomes a a domino effect in in all kinds of and what you're doing is you're changing everything timing yeah. everything else wherever you do that yeah, it's it's funny not funny but you know you get every you know the coaches we play against the teams we play against the press guys they always want the you what's your too deep too deep yeah give me your too deep lineup john i said well here's my 11 
and then the 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 guys behind those eleven are the guys that are part of the eleven. Yeah. So like, yeah. you don't have a whole lot of different names in there. Right. You, you just you just don't. And it's not like we haven't give ki- given kids opportunities to to prove what they can do. Um, so we just need to continue to work with those guys and try and cultivate some skills in them so that they have the confidence to play the game at a high level because that's that's who we're playing against. I don't want to spend a lot of time with this, but I want to give you a chance to address it. We talked about it on the air, and you know, I know you've got a lot of freshmen that you're really high on. Yeah. We saw a couple of them last night, but simple fact of the matter, I uh, I grew up in the household of a coach that said, if you've got a lot of freshmen playing on your varsity, your varsity isn't any good. Well, and that, and that's, but that's what I'm saying. And when we brought it up too. The only freshman I ever knew, and I've been here what. 40 years. Couple years there was only one freshman that was actually ready and capable of playing football on a friday night and he played at notre dame mm-hmm. i mean it was pete buchanan was the only one i've ever seen in 40 years here who had now there's a lot of them who thought they were yeah but he's the only one who actually was and and it's just i know you get blinded as parents or whatever or as fans there is an enormous difference physically mentally emotionally and i think most in experience yeah that's where you know you can be just as talented and good as a guy across from you he's watched a guy like you smarter than you for four years he knows how to beat you and it's not you just don't throw a freshman out there and say go get him son yeah yeah (laughs) no you don't and i we we have (laughs) a couple times (laughs) Just out of necessity, but I, I do, we do like our freshmen. You know, there's 22, 23 of them, and, um, you know, they're, they're freshmen. And, uh, it, it, you know, they've got some size to them. Um, we've got some big kids in the sophomore class uh, that just need to get some more strength and, and, uh, and time and development. I mean, they're young kids, uh, but they're, they're not ready for the speed on Friday. They, yeah. they just aren't. Um, to your point of freshman playing, in my 31 years, uh, the first one that I wasn't the head coach, I was the assistant coach, but Phil Bachman played as a freshman. Well, I could see that. Too. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, he was he was, he was a pretty good player. Yeah, he, he wasn't bad. And then a kid that when I was a head coach, Damon Howe. Um, and he's another one. Yeah, he's he was a player. Well, and uh, he ended up playing college football yeah. at a high level. Yep, started four years at Finley. So, um yeah, it's not uh, – It's not. we're just playing against a lot of experienced guys. And, um, and, and like you said, it's not just the physical aspect. Because you see a big kid and you go, oh, that kid can – okay, well, maybe he can. But then there's all the other stuff yeah. involved. I mean, they're a freshman in high school. They're just learning how to – where their classes are right. uh, when school starts. And, and uh, the new rigors of just being in a school – what you know, Lincoln's got what, four, five hundred kids. You know, there's a thousand kids at Plymouth, uh, so it's just a, it's just a bigger setting. You know, it's uh, there's just more people, and uh, it just takes time getting used to that. Plus, your body's yeah. still growing a yeah. lot. They're going through a lot of developmental stages, and um, so yeah, it's it's. Uh, but those guys have hung in there. I mean, our freshmen have, you know, been able to play in uh, games that some of them were not very competitive. Uh, you know, but they're still engaged, you know, and but they're still engaged because the older guys are still engaged. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's some kids that they're going to end up being good players if they if they stay with it and continue to be in the weights classes and uh, and learn how to compete. You know, that's that's kind of what it is. Um, so it, it's uh, it's a process. There's no doubt about it. Let's talk a little bit about Goshen. Um I I have heard nothing about them. I know they've been competitive in all their games. Yeah. They've won a few. I mean, they're they're coming in. I know they they want to turn some things around. They've had some rough seasons the last few. Yeah, um, and they got a, uh, Brad Park. I think is still there as the coach. Is he? His not? son, it's, Kevin. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's DNA there. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it. They've got a good football team. They do. They look a lot better on film. Unfortunately, they, they, they do. He's, he's hung in there with uh, a, a bunch of winless seasons, and um, uh, his staff has stay, you know, stood by him. And uh, 
Yeah, they 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 they're getting after you. They're they're playing a lot of different fronts on defense. Um, they've got some guys that can run. They've got they've played a couple of quarterbacks that I've seen on film. So, uh, just by watching them play against the people that we were uh, analyzing that we were playing that week, but um, they look much better. They look like they're playing with a lot more confidence. Um, they look like they're a team that's well coached. They, they're they're in great stances. They're getting off blocks. They're running things down. They're in spread. They're spreading you out a little bit. He's, so he's got a kid that can. He's a runner as well as a thrower. Uh, well, that'll be a challenge for us. Uh, so whereas you know. Concord's quarterback last night was not going to run the ball. And I think that that helped Julian and Norris. Like yeah. we told them, like right from the get, look, don't, don't worry about the Q part of the Q and R option, RPO stuff. He's not going to run the ball. So that could help those guys focus in through the guard to that, their, their, their back uh, in the backfield. So this kid, he'll, he'll run it. He'll pull it and run it. Uh, he's got some good speed. Um, if it's the same guy that I've seen, um, you know, they – they got beat beat up by a few scores last night to, to Northridge, but they've they've won some ball games and they've been close in in games that you know, we haven't been. So you know they're they'll be a handful. You know it's senior night this week and and uh, you know hopefully we can get through all of the pregame festivities and 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 focus on winning a football game. Well, let's get a win. I'd like to do that. So <laughs> starts like at seven. I'll take. I'll take that. I'll take starts that. at seven on Friday, and we'll be there too. So thanks for coming in. I appreciate it, Rusty. Thank you for listening. That's the Saturday morning coach's corner. Have yourselves a great weekend. Michiana Insurance, 818 West Jefferson Street in Plymouth, is an independent insurance agent that can offer you the right coverage with that personal touch you would expect from your neighborhood insurance agent. All types of insurance are offered from automobile, business and commercial, recreational vehicles, homeowners, bonds, life, motorcycles, farm, and even watercraft and boats. Call today. 574-936-2700 and receive the right price for the right service. Michiana Insurance in Plymouth. You've been listening to the Saturday Morning Coach's Corner on your home for Plymouth Sports, WTCA. Thanks for listening and have a great weekend. WTCA Plymouth. Wow. wow. FM 106.1 and AM 1050.